I'm ADHD, man. Welcome to Book to Wear. Two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. This is our umpteenth, I counted, umpteenth interlude episode. So Rob and I, <laughs> we actually read like four books in a row. Is that what happened? Yeah. We, uh, don't ask me to name them, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds accurate. So uh, we decided we're going to take the week off and uh, and we're just going to talk shit for an hour or so. Um, but <laughs> turns out we didn't have enough to talk about. So um, what we did bring on, and this is not a recording, what you're about to hear is actually live happening on the podcast. Um, you're about to hear Ryan McRae, book marketing intern, who is going to join us for this interlude episode. Ryan, here's like an official welcome to like the actual pod. Welcome, welcome to Booked, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Um, why don't we start off by you telling people a little bit about yourself? Um, let's see. Ryan McRae, I have been the booked uh, marketing intern for five months? Five months. Sure. And interns did, interns keep track of that stuff, so we have no yeah, idea. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of their, their email bitch. And um, yeah, I live in Orland Park, Illinois. I have a similar job to Rob's. And I'm a big reader. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay, so follow-up question to to your bio, your very modest bio. Um, when you're not uh, when you're not refusing to shove ice cubes in people's asses or give hand jobs or put people in ketchup bathtubs, uh, <laughs> what type of outside of work, uh, you know, hobbies or or things do you do? What do you got going on outside of work? Um, let's see. I go to a CrossFit gym, so I do that uh, at seven in the morning. I write a blog called the ADHD nerd. And, uh, so that's what I kind of spend my mornings doing. Um, and I, uh, do business consulting on the side and I just read a shit ton of books as much as I can. So that's it. That's, that's what I do. That's more than either one of us does. Good yeah. Lord. That's where like the CrossFit is where you're like, like, they they trap an old woman underneath a car, and your workout is you have to save her before yes. she dies and stuff like that. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. How do they do that? How do they get the old women out? I guess they they wake up at like four in the morning. So yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that's they, early, they go, but they, they go yeah Trust they me. go pick them up outside the McDonald's at four thirty a.m. <laughs> the old country buffet. Yeah. Trust me, there are some old ladies in my CrossFit gym who kick the shit out of me on a, like a weekly basis. They can do more pull ups than I could ever dream of doing. So. Um, but also, let's go back to Rob's comment on refusing to uh, put ice cubes in people's butts. Can you? Yeah, just... So hold on. So there, there's probably going to be some elaboration either later this episode or maybe in a very future thing where where the subject may have come up in a in an unlikely place, not on a podcast. But of course, um, thankfully there was recorded material. So there was there was recorded material. There, well. Uh, I mean, I guess if I'm wrong, which the, the, the recorded material will prove whether I'm wrong or not, I'm just so used to Ryan refusing to do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, you guys you guys set me up for, like, really terrible, terrible things. So, yeah. So, hold on a second. So, let, let, let's take a step back and let's analyze what just happened here. Oh, boy. Maybe, maybe got the implication that Ryan wasn't necessarily refusing to shove ice cubes in Rob's ass if he overdosed on heroin, but he did pretty much refuse 
to get a Korean woman into a bathtub for ketchup. <laughs> now, if I uh, have to think the, the, the lesser of two evils in this situation, <laughs> let, let me put it to you this way. I already said I'm probably not shoving ice cube in Rob's asshole, but I would pay a Korean girl to get in a bathtub full of ketchup. That's so, I, I don't know. If, <sighs> yeah. See, yeah, I think we're going into already discussed territory, but like, I don't know if you knew this, Lydia, but like, I hate ketchup i hate the smell of it like if we're out for burgers and you like drench your like french fries and ketchup like i am just like ugh, just disgusted so, <laughs> so I just, no, it's okay like a, all right that's fair because i and i don't know from first-hand experience but i'd imagine i feel the same way about rob's ass <laughs> wow he really got you there ryan he did he did yeah so <laughs> anyway. he really smacked you down all yeah, right i guess smacked that I, ass, yeah I guess that uh, what I was trying to say was, Ryan, <laughs> thanks for doing this with us tonight. It's nice yeah. to have you on. Thanks. Thanks. Mm. I feel it. How much notice did we give you? Uh, about an hour. No, no. 20 hours, right? 24 hours, roughly. Uh, well, let's go to the boards. Um, no, I think I asked him today. You asked me today. Oh, okay. Maybe it was today. All right. Well, uh, 3.43 p.m. Which which would explain five why. hours. Yeah. yeah, that's five hours. Yeah, that's five uh, we hours. Don't, we don't have a ton of topics. Uh, I would like to point <laughs> out that it is a national holiday we're recording on. It is Valentine's Day 2016. Yeah. Um, which I noticed, um, due to Richard Thomas, that it is actually the inception date for one of those androids in um, in that Harrison Ford. A replicant. A replicant in, in Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. Um, Ryan, you've seen Blade Runner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I finally saw it maybe a year ago after people telling me I had to see it. And I got to be honest with you, I wasn't that impressed. Oh, I like I hyped it up to a friend of mine. I'm like, you got to see this movie. And I had seen it so long ago. And we're watching it. And he's like, Jesus, this is the slowest movie I've ever seen. And it kind of like wrecked our friendship for a while. So I couldn't pick out a movie for like five years due to the Blade Runner incident. So... You know, but hype is part of that. So some of my all-time favorite movies are movies I had no expectations of. And I have zero favorite movies that people have, you know, where I've had multiple people talk about it like people talk about Blade Runner. Yeah. So. Yeah, I actually saw, Chicago people will get this, I saw when the director's cut, I guess, I mean, you know, there's like 30 different versions of Blade Runner, like different cuts of it. Um but there was like a director's cut that came out within the last 10 years, and I saw it at the Music Box in Chicago, which is oh, yeah. uh, kind of a fancy, not fancy, but like a well-known venue for watching movies and stuff. Well, that must have come complete with like 20 more minutes of boredom. <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's the only version I've seen, so it was the... Ex- <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I guess that's, I mean... That's not what I think of when I think of Valentine's Day, but I did see that as well. All right, so I actually watched a um, a romantic movie um, a few days ago. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's the uh-oh? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was just trying to chime in, so that's not when you think of Valentine's Day. Have you guys seen Nina forever? No. No. All right. So this was a uh, video on demand release on Friday, I believe. Um, Nina Forever is a... I don't know if I'd say low budget, but it's a, I guess it's a British movie uh, that came out. And I'm, I'm trying. I wasn't really prepared to talk about this. So I'm pulling up the, the summary now. After his girlfriend Nina dies in a car crash, Rob, because it's Rob month. So I figured we'd cap it off with a movie. A guy named Rob in it. Well done. 
Rob unsuccessfully attempts suicide. As he begins to overcome his grief, he falls in love with a coworker, Holly. Their relationship is complicated with Nina, unable to find rest in the afterlife, comes back to life to sarcastically torment them whenever they have sex. I am sold. I'm looking at a picture on IMDb. Yep. Yep, I'm sold. So this movie was interesting. <laughs> um I, I I here's I told I have a coworker who's into the same kind of like weird films that I am. And he was like, what was it? Was it really good? And I said, you know, here's the whole thing. I don't think it was that good, but you still have to see it. Like you have to see this movie. It's <laughs> it, 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 it's it's a very interesting movie. I, I like how one of the uh, one of the reviews on the on the, the cover on IMDb says has the power to reinvent the genre as never before. <laughs> what other movies or what fucking genre yeah. is this? What genre is the dead girlfriend returns to taunt you while you're having sex genre? Ghost ghost porn. Yeah. Well, that could be a thing, Ryan. Is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. I'm 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 scared to Google that. Well, I'm gonna uh, do it. Brayton. Yeah, yeah. You search ghost porn. Remember though, when Brayton was uh, was still Skip Papersley, and I, there was like a ghost boners thing. <laughs> like, damn girl, you give me mad ghost boners. All right. So there is. A, so the first search under ghost porn pulls up uh, <laughs> Pornhub.com. <laughs> ghost porn. <laughs> Let's take a look. Um, the first one's a cartoon. The second one is Erotic Ghost Whisperer, uh, <laughs> followed by Ghost Lady One, which is definitely of Asian descent. Um, OMG, it's the ghost Jesse Rogers. Uh, more anime. Uh, yeah, there's the ghost in me. <laughs> uh, ghost sex. Yeah, there's there's some there's some ghost uh, adult films. Um, there you so go. I, maybe maybe they are reinventing the genre by giving them dialogue and making them not Asian. Yeah, cutting down on the actual porn. I'm thinking too. Then right? Probably, I would imagine. I just saw Deadpool, and it was awesome. And it is very romantic. It's a very romantic, touching movie about violence and just it is as gratuitous as can be and it is just it is just hilarious it's he talks to the audience he the the jokes that he says are totally like pop culture there's like star trek jokes there's like uh jared from subway jokes it's like it is so uh, irreverent so yeah I highly recommend it so go see it you will laugh your ass off um, doesn't take itself seriously at all but it's it's so good it makes fun of itself yeah it's brilliant it opened with like 195 million dollars good lord which yeah beats numerous it beats every record for February and every record for an R-rated like superhero movie and I mean it's yeah it, it, it was a big deal this weekend Oh yeah. Um, Do we get to see much of Moreno Backer and does she take her gear off? Oh, oh yeah, all the really? gear went off. Yeah. What? Yes. All right. Well, um, that's going to be wrapping it up for booked this week. <laughs> I got to go. Um, I got to go. Get the nine nine fifteen showing. Either yeah. that or guys, just pretend like I don't have anything to say for like the next hour of the podcast. Yeah. Rob, I'm surprised you didn't mention the secretary. Hmm. Oh damn! I should go watch that. Same movie. I should go watch that when we wrap this up. 
I forgot about that. Mr. McRae, the secretary, I mean, we've talked about it for hours on this podcast, but secretary, yeah. any? No? I have not seen it. Excellent movie. If you want to see a love story wrapped in a weird, like, like, uh, like dominant submissive relationship, like in the eighties, it's like wonderful. Why do I, why do I have memories of it? Like maybe I saw it and I like blocked it out. Dude, it's got a, you know, what makes for great podcasting? That sound of you the, type on your keyboard. keyboard. Yeah. The keyboard That's... sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James Spader, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like, I really don't have to go any further than James oh, Spader, thanks. Maggie Gyllenhaal, and you know, dominant submissive. Wow, and I like I like Maggie Gyllenhaal. I just I don't know if I want to see her like that though. Ooh. Everybody so. wants to see her like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I didn't think I wanted to see her like that before that movie, but yeah, she's definitely uh, crush worthy in that in that film. Oh, all right. <sighs> Just took a drink of my beer. What are you drinking? <laughs> what, oh, gee? whoa, whoa, hold on, slow down there. Ryan. <laughs> we don't do that on this. We podcast. don't. Yeah, there's a. What's that? What's that called? There's a uh, moratorium. Yeah, but there's a. What's it called when like the news can't report on something? Embargo. There's an embargo. Oh yeah, there's an embargo on uh, on asking people what they're drinking. I think you can volunteer. So I, <laughs> what I am drinking is um, Three Floyds beer made Amber Smashed Face, which is a collaboration with Cannibal Corpse. I've never really understood uh, breweries collaborating with bands because what does the band do except for like put their name on the label? But this is a damn tasty beer. It's funny because you said collaboration with Cannibal Corpse, and I was like, they totally ripped that brewery name off from a band. Because I thought that's <laughs> like collaboration with another brew house. Yeah, no, they just yeah they just throw band names on, on stuff now, and and then that's a collaboration. But it's tasty as shit, man. Well, I had that Iron Maiden one in Milwaukee. Was that the truth? You did, yeah. When we went to the uh, North Bar, Milwaukee, at the North uh, Pizza, not Cantina. Yes, that <laughs> that one North Pizza place. I'll tell you this: You go drink beers with Rob, and he will point you to some tasty brews. Let me tell you, I've, I've yet to be disappointed. Boom! I go get beers with Rob, and I have Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah, and then you go down to New Orleans where you're not hanging out with me, and you're drunk at like 11 a.m. Ooh, darn! This uh, this may have actually transpired. <laughs> My heart hurts. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. We're supposed to all be heartbroken, right? Oh yeah. Hey, are we still talking about things we're watching? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, we're still in that segment. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> I just finished the most amazing TV show. Oh, tell me. All right, so Friend, uh, Friends has been off the air for years. No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's this. Um, it's this like it's this reality show. <laughs> oh boy. On E, which oh. I didn't even know E was still around. Entertainment television or whatever, called the Royals. That follows the the British royal family. <laughs> I have not heard of this. Tell me more. So yeah, it follows. Um, it, so at any rate, it it starts off when when the prince is killed apparently, and he was in the military or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up on British royalty a lot. <laughs> but then it follows Queen Elizabeth, who holy shit, Queen Elizabeth is so goddamn hot. I gotta tell you, you wouldn't. <laughs> 
Yeah, right? Like, there, she's always portrayed oh, yeah, I'm like this up. old haggy lady. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, totally. Yeah, look up Queen Elizabeth. Whoa, she's smoking. Yeah. So, um, follows <laughs> Queen Elizabeth Hurley. Do you really expect me to believe you're going to accept all... Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's a clip, I think, from yeah, the show. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like that. I don't know what just happened there, but that was, I think that was a clip from the show. Um, oh, Queen Elizabeth has got it going on. So, yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm surprised. I never keep up on the, the, the royal family in England, but this show is fucking amazing. Two seasons, barrel through it, love it, can't wait for season three. Ooh. Excellent. I, I just finished uh, Broadchurch on Netflix, and I know it's been out a while. Um, have you guys seen that? Did you, is season two, or I, I've only seen the first season. Oh, yeah, I just watched the first season with, with David Tennant, and I, I got, Rob, did you see it? No, I have not. I saw, I saw that it was on Netflix while I was searching for a romantic movie to watch today. So I've um, seen it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, this is what I would call a boner killer. Like this, it is one of the saddest, heart wrenching series I've ever seen. Ugh. So Ryan, I have I have some information for you. Maybe did, did you watch the British version? Yeah, I watched the British version. Okay, so you know that there's American version that also has David Tennant. As the same character, right? Yeah, I know. I don't know if I can like. I don't know if I can watch that yet. I need to. I need like three or four years before I like. So ugh, I, just... I didn't watch the American version, but I did see commercials for it, and it was so weird because he's doing like the American accent, so he sounds like he does in uh, what the yeah. hell is that? Uh, Jessica Jones, right? But he's playing like the same character, and there is a season two, and I understand he's in it as well, but I have not seen season two of the uh, yeah. the British Broadchurch. And then I watched uh, Occupied before that, which is very good. Uh, kind of a thriller uh, t- uh, series. Very good. Uh, right. Only one season out. All right, Livia, so I'm a little confused. Okay. I went to IMDb to look up your Royals show. Yes. There's a Royals show, and then there's another one that's like with different people. Oh, I'm, I'm on IMDb now. There's three different. Actually, holy shit, there's three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really confused. You, so I'm talking about the one with the, the hot, the actual, with the hot the queen, re, the reality show, the reality yeah, show, the okay. yeah, the one from Elizabeth 2015 Hurley. with yeah, Queen Elizabeth gotcha. Hurley. Gotcha. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that just threw me off. So I wanted to make sure I, I never realized that Joan Collins was the the queen's mother. It's I, I'm telling you, I learned so much <laughs> from the show. That's Fucking yeah. Amazing. That's kind of like Jesse Ventura being the governor of Minnesota, right? Yeah, right? Who'd have thunk? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I gotta tell you, I'm, <laughs> I also found something else out today. Now, he, and, and I don't know if this actually applies across the board, but I looked up, um, I was looking up movies, and I was looking up some of my favorite weird movies, me and my coworker were, were sitting on IMDb kind of shooting movies back and forth that we really liked. Every movie that I like that's a weird movie rates between 7.0 and 7.3. I couldn't find one movie that rated lower or higher than that that I actually liked. That's weird. So, that means so you now have I'm solid willing taste. to watch anything. I'm willing to watch anything that has a 7.2 rating on IMDb. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be Bollywood. Because obviously you'll love it. Because clearly, yes, that's exactly where, that's squarely where my tastes fall. Oh, it's like some Freakonomics uh, logic right there. Yep. Yeah, too bad you just can't sort by ratings. Yeah, because that's all I do is like two. Just put that. You're done. It's really weird. Needs to get on that. Um, well, Mr. IMDb, if you're listening, let's let's let us. 
sort by. So uh, in the last, I don't know, just in the last few days, because I had the weekend off, I had Valentine's. I, I get the time off that I don't need. Like I had Valentine's weekend off. Um, single. But it was nice because Ryan and I went, Friday we went on a, a beer run, which you may hear some of that, um, which was awesome. And then I went into the city on Saturday for some a burger run, so I had some fun times. But uh, when I wasn't out partying and having fun, I was watching rewatching the TV show Dollhouse. Does anybody anybody watch okay. Dollhouse? Yeah. I, I remember sense. that. I think I saw the first like four episodes or so. Yeah. Dollhouse... Um, I, I, I got onto it because it's a Joss Whedon show, and I was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan and all that stuff, and Firefly, and all that, so I decided to watch this show. It's got Eliza Dushku, and um, it's just, it's kind of a weird concept. They basically program, reprogram people's brains so that they're um, different people. They're almost like... Like, like Fox you, News. so yeah exactly uh yeah that's a good point um if there was like a practical application of the technology it would be through fox news but like so rich clients will order a specific type of person and they program someone to be that uh to go do what the rich client wants that type of thing um interesting show a lot of potential for weird stuff it does get a little sci-fi at points but there was Several times where I rolled a tear. There's this one episode that Patton Oswalt's in. And um, his story is he's this billionaire guy who... Um, uh, this is super sad. I'm just going to go right into it. Uh, so he's a billionaire guy, but he, he he gets someone... He gets one of these dolls from the dollhouse once a year. Um, on the anniversary of when his wife died. Because he was like this... Uh, his wife was a nurse and she was supporting him while he was trying to like make make it big. And the day he bought, he was going to show her the house that he bought for her. She died in a car accident on the way to go see the house. So it's this really sad thing. I rolled a tear. Patton Oswalt, great actor. Oh, look. Follow him on Twitter, by the way. He's hilarious. <laughs> I have to imagine that was fairly early in his career because that show's got to be. It was 2008 or nine that the show aired, I think. So it was a while ago. Was it that recently? I, I would have said 10 plus years at least since that was. But yeah, I, I remember that coming on. I like Eliza Dushku. That show just didn't grab me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's got the quirky kind of people that I enjoy. Like, if I want, like, a, a lighthearted, fun TV show, Joss yeah. Whedon pulls together the right kind you of quirky watched, people. Did you watch the tearjerker you just told us about? Well, I mean, that was... That's, that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. What do you watch when you're not in a fun, lighthearted mood? Was it those those infomercials? Oh man, I cry like a child in Africa. <laughs> like, I cry like at everything. Jesus. There's like I've cried, and I I don't feel any guilt, or I'm not embarrassed by this. The TV show Castle, like if he has a touching moment with his daughter or something, I'm crying. I've never we're gonna seen. Get your, we're gonna get your testosterone levels checked, Rob. I think is. <laughs> It's another that's a that's a new Patreon level. <laughs> oh, we hit a certain dollar amount. Uh, we're sending you to the doctor. Two hundred eleven dollars a month. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that are coming out, and um, the listeners will know, I have no idea what I'm saying right now. I'm reading from notes. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Dude, this is big news. This big. came out of fucking nowhere, right? Like we were pretty sure this was done. I believe, right? I mean, the yeah. world thought the Harry Potter books were done. Well, it, it, technically, they still are. 
So yeah. what what this is is um, there's a two part play that's uh, uh, happening, I think, in England, right? Mm-hmm. And the book that's being released is the script for this play. So essentially, like, um, there's a play centered around like 30 years after, not 30 years, 20 years. It's well after. It's well, it's got to be at least 20 years after because the last book kind of shoots you forward like 19 years. Um, so it's set after the, I guess, epilogue of the final book, and I think it's one of Harry's kids dealing with um, being the son of Harry Potter. And it's a stage play, um, but it's only, it's not traveling. It's just going to be in England. So I think the idea is they're releasing the book so that the people who couldn't make it to England for this limited um, engagement can actually get the story and everything still. Is this written by J.K. Rowling? Uh, Not just her. She wrote it with two other people. Playwrights, I'm assuming. I'll find their names, but yeah. Um, yeah, so she is one of the writers, though. Interesting. Hmm. So, many YouTube videos will be made of people acting that out. Harry Potter. Gets thousands. Right. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, Parts 1 and 2, a new play based on original news, on an original news story by J.K. Rowling, Jack Thorne, and John Tiffany. Wait a second. There's going to be two books coming out. Is that what you just said? No, there's parts one and two. The play is two part. It's a two part thing. Okay. So the book it's going to be one. Okay, because I was going to say this stinks of that taking the final book in a in a series <laughs> and making it into two movies, but now you've taken like a ninety minute play and stretched out into nine hundred pages. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's um, where the money maker is, right? The book is going to sell outsell the 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 play by you know. Ten billion dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. And there are people that are saying it's just a money grab and everything, but um, those same people would be complaining if that play only took place in England and no one got to see it, and then no one got the story. So there's no way that she can win. I think so. Right, right. No, no. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. I don't understand how they say it's like a money grab. Like she's like, you know, she's a she's a billionaire. Yeah, she's a billionaire. Like. It's a gift. So I think I think that anytime someone says something is finished, anything after that becomes a money grab. So if she just kept writing Harry Potter books or if the plays came out, you know, whatever, you know, a year after the last one. And then there was a book, a novelization of the play. I don't know if anybody would have as much issue with that, but it's no different than when, you know, Stephanie Meyer rewrites Twilight from the, the flip point of view you know the the big fans are like oh i'm so excited to to see more and then everybody else is like money grab had you have just written 28 twilight books in a row it just would have been the twilight series hmm. yeah that's true yeah I can, um, can either yeah. of you explain to me what fantastic beasts and where to find them is ryan do you know or should i go at this um, I believe they were like little books that she just put out that looked to be the the textbooks that the kids read, and they just made a movie out of one of them. I don't oh, think so you're right about that. That's no? Nope. <laughs> so Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is... Um, let's see, I'm going to the IMDb. 
I'm going to the Wikipedia. How do you like me? It's a 2001 book written by British author J.K. Rowling about the magic creatures in the Harry Potter universe. Um, Keep reading. It purports to be Harry Potter's copy of the textbook of the same name mentioned in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. That sounds familiar. Like maybe Ryan said that a few minutes ago. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's some way that Ryan's still wrong. <laughs> I haven't found it yet, so I might have to post that as a, a, a correction in an, an upcoming episode. No, but there was a different book that um, I was thinking of the book that you get mm-hmm. in like the seventh book that has the the explanation of the Deathly Hallows in it. I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh, no. 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 So this book was Fine. released already? <laughs> but I'm guessing not, that, not as well received as the rest of the Harry Potter books. You said this was a 2001 book, so this has been out for... Yeah, I need to fucking read it right now but um so fantastic beasts and where to find them is an upcoming british american fantasy drama film inspired by the book of the same name by jk rowling a spin-off of the harry potter series and directed by david yates the film stars a bunch of people blah blah but it takes place in um new york so it's not it's magic in in the states this time not in england or hogwarts new york where you can find the best bagels isn't Hogwarts in Scotland? Or am I wrong on that? Oh, I'm sorry. Should I say the UK, not England? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know. Or that's not Great Britain, because Great Britain is England and Wales. I don't even know. Those fu- that fucking country has to figure out, because there's also... Uh, what's the Commonwealth? And like Part of Ireland? <laughs> and what... Know. And what constitutes the... Remember when Livius and I had that argument about... Livius, you remember when we were arguing about Canada being part of the... Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway. Harry Potter, I'm excited about this stuff. The first thing I when I heard this book was coming out, um, the Cursed Child one... Oh, should I go to the texts? Yes. I texted Livius, new Harry Potter book coming out. And then I think in all caps, I said, revenge is mine. (laughs) I will gladly review this book as long as everybody has an understanding that I have not read the seven Harry Potter books. Potter? I interested in reading the seven Harry Potter books. So my opinion may be a little weird on this book. So, yeah. And then, and then... I realized it was kind of a hollow victory for me because Livius is just going to not like it and he's going to shit on it. Yeah. So then he's just going to bring me down. You know this is true, Livius. You can have me guest review it. Oh yeah. I I, I have I I have no frame of reference um as as the and neither do you I guess on on how much you need to know of the original books. You know what I mean? So if it's dependent on me understanding the, the seven preceding right. books, then yeah, I can't imagine I'm going to get a lot. Well, out I of think it. you're, I think this is probably the best one to come in on because it's like 30 years later and it's a story of someone that nobody knows about yet. So yeah, that's true. Now scrolling through my text messages, I found something else that bears discussing on the podcast Uh-oh. yesterday evening. Livia sent me a photograph <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, Livius? Yeah, yeah. The the mystery of the missing Big Egos book has been solved. Here, shoot me that picture. Oh, so li- explain it, Livius. So some time ago, I thought maybe I had been burgled for a copy, <laughs> an advanced reader copy of Big Egos, which was signed and dedicated to booked by S.G. Brown. 
Um, Rob was generous enough to let me keep that copy, even though it was made out to both of us because he knew how uh, how important it would be to me and my collection, as big as an SG Brown fan as I am. And I was pretty sure that I was burgled. There's no other word for it, right? Like someone had to break into my car or my home and yeah. take that book. And uh, it turns out it fell behind a dresser. <laughs> So I get this, and it was such a it, it was such a thing. Uh, the book was released in August of 2013, so this is two and a half years ago that yep. this happened. Um, yep. I actually put together uh, a like a "Have you seen me?" like a lost dog kind of poster for <laughs> for the book. And SG Brown, this is the funny thing. So SG Brown, I put it up on social media just to be fun. And he reached out to me. He sent me a Facebook message and he said, do you want me to send you another book? Oh my <laughs> I God. said, no, no, don't send us a book, man. It's cool. I just wanted Livius to feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it, it was, it, it's been found. And, and what I'm guessing happened is burglars must have <laughs> yeah. heard how upset You're I was. sticking to the burglar story. Broken into my home and then replaced it. Um, somewhere they knew it was unlikely for me to find <laughs> several years so that I could just be mad at myself Which, for misplacing it. Wait a minute. So it's not that the burglars, while they were stealing stuff, knocked it behind the dresser. It's that they felt bad and came back. Yeah. That's the only thing I, that's the only explanation I could think right. of. This, this, this does tie in. Did you guys see making of a murderer on Netflix? Nope. No. Uh, I was going to say, I it's like the Manitoba police like hit that. Hit that book on you, but like it doesn't make sense. But the, listeners the, out there will understand that joke. So, at the point I was ready to make the commitment is when all of the stuff came out about how much evidence wasn't included, just you know, by the the documentary makers. So then it seemed like, what's the point? So I went back to watching the Royals. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. You watch that whole thing, and it's like, even, you know, regardless of some of the evidence, it's like, oh my gosh, man! Like, come on. I don't know. That's that's for another interlude. We could do making of a murderer interlude, but uh, yeah, but I just don't care enough about that shit. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Although this does bring up, um, I did have an idea for like a spinoff podcast, Livius. I don't know if I pitched this to you yet. Mm-hmm. Where I don't like something, and then someone who does like it has to explain it to me why it's nice, why it's good. So like it's basically me being cynical about shit and people trying to like turn me around on it. No, um, I th- I thought that's what we were doing now with yeah. this podcast because it seems <laughs> yeah. like anything I like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, that's true. So it's kind of like all right. So it would just be redundant. Not I the think. new. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Fine. What else? Uh, so are we done with the Harry Potter? We're gonna read that book, right? Yeah, absolutely. What's the? Do you remember what the release date was? Ooh, I think it's in. Is the it going to be during summer the lazy fall? summer of podcasting? Oh, if it falls in the summer, we're still going to read it. I bet oh, you it's on Amazon already. I'll have to get it in China. It's not going. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to China. Nope. <laughs> I have to learn how to fucking read Chinese first. Oh my god! I offered to send you a digital copy, but I think they censored the internet there. Yeah. Never they mind. They do. Hang on, I apparently don't know how to. You're gonna navigate. be in North China, or or in South China? Which one's the bad one? You're thinking Korea. <laughs> oh, do they not have North and South in China? 
or is it just all bad there? Well, it's just, I mean, they don't like to find the boundaries by like North, South China, but I'll be in Shanghai. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So let's hold on a second. So here's what I know about Shanghai. I know how that term is used in the, in the English language. So it's not looking real good, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm going to try to be not outdoors at any time while I'm in Shanghai. But... <laughs> July 31st of this year is when the cursed child. They're fucker, man. You don't get any more square into the summer of lazy podcasting. <laughs> We're going to have to break the lazy That'll summer be our way. break. That'll be we broke last year for something. We'll break this year for something. What do we break for? Was it the Fifty Shades of Grey remix or whatever? No, that's ended. That ended it. What did we? We took a break. We were, oh, it was SG Brown, wasn't it? Mm, was it no, or was it secondhand? Was it Chris Moore? It was Chris Moore. I don't know. We broke for something. It's all the same. It's all the we same. We took a break from taking a break for something, and we can do it again for J.K. Rowling. As much as you fucking love. You you love you some J.K. Rowling. Has anybody noticed how not negative I have been about this, but Rob is making me negative? <laughs> like, I'm like, I will take a break for J.K. Rowling. That's cool. He's like, as much as you fucking hate He's it. He's going to step all over <laughs> that shit. Here's the whole thing. The only thing I read from J.K. Rowling I didn't like, and I believe you didn't really care for either. That, Casual uh, Vacancy or yeah. Cuckoo's oh, Calling, because oh, you read two. Oh, my two. God. I forgot about Cuckoo's Calling. Yeah, we didn't like either one. They were not good. Um, we also have to go see that movie in November. No. Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. I don't know if we have to do that. I'll see that with you. I'll see that with That's, you. I, coincidentally, Fantastic Beasts is also the name of the porn website Livius likes to go to the most. Yikes! <laughs> that was pretty good. That was actually very clever. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for not laughing, but praising me for it Fantastic anyway. Fantastic Beasts XXX. <laughs> and where to bang them. That's, oh... <laughs> Is that where Showry's stuff shows up? Showry's stuff shows up in my Facebook feed. <laughs> is that the only place you view Showry videos? Yeah. Ryan, are you familiar with Showry? No, what is that? It's the girl in the ketchup <laughs> bathtub. It's Uh-oh. Show Lee, but pronounced by the Asian girl that's in the... Oh, uh, God. Showry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, the ketchup Damn. girl. She did a Valentine one. It was very nice. She had like a... Uh, like a like a mannequin, like a man mannequin, like a mannequin, and uh, like had chocolate bars and like candy, chocolate candy all over the mannequin, and she was just like kind of half banging her face into it and half licking the the chocolate off. Uh, pass. Oh, Ryan's got to think against chocolate too. No, just mannequins. <laughs> Since I saw the movie, I was like, ugh, I'm out. The movie Mannequin? Yeah. Ugh. Terrible. It's a classic. <laughs> there was a pink Cadillac in that movie and everything. What was the name of that? I know that we've talked about Mannequin on the podcast before. Is- Sorry, guys. I, I heard Mannequin and I stopped watching the new show video to time in. Love that movie. I watched <laughs> it again probably like last year and it holds up really, really well. Andrew McCarthy. That guy does not get enough play James nowadays. Spader. James Spader. He's in a new uh, Andrew McCarthy's on a new series on uh, on ABC that's coming out. So he's got a job. Yeah. Have you guys have you guys been been watching Superstore? No. No. The retail comedy. Yeah, that's. I I've, I was thinking maybe I should watch this because it's a retail thing, but I just haven't started watching it yet. It's not bad. 
and I don't really care for TV comedies, and it's it's not bad. It's a little over the top, but when it's when it's on, it's spot on. Like it it speaks to your inner retail person. It does. Nice. It, it definitely to check it out. Yeah, I'll check that out. All right. Well, listen. Um, I'm gonna have to get back to watching the rest of the show re video because I was so rudely interrupted by you guys talking about mannequin. But until then, um, not only is Ryan on the show this week, but you know we didn't want to deprive you of your weekly fix of Ryan getting you Ryan doing his job basically and getting people to sign up for the newsletter. So without further ado, here's Ryan McRae, booked marketing intern. Hey, I'm Ryan McRae, the booked podcast marketing intern. And if you are looking for something to read on these cold winter nights, you can sign up for our newsletter at bookpodcast.com, and we will send you the booked anthology in whatever digital format you want. And you can sign up real quick. You get a great newsletter. I send random shit about Livius and Rob. And right now I am reading uh, Night Angel by Brent Weeks. It's a trilogy. It's about 1,100 pages. I like my big books. And uh, I finished Hyperion, and I would give it Two stars. I didn't like it. It didn't have any closure. And you have to read the second book to find out what happens. And I think that's bullshit. So I'm not reading the second book in protest. So Hyperion, two stars. Way to go, Hugo winners. So, yeah. Back to Robin Livius. I like big books and I cannot. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> you other brothers. And I think that's actually a. A meme, like people have changed to. Fuck those people. Hey, so yeah, yeah we were there so first. sign up for the newsletter. Um, and that was Ryan live, by the way. We didn't actually have him record it. We actually made him do that on the spot. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. do this. Um, go throw some money at our Patreon account because a, um, we need to get Rob tested and testosterone <laughs> get my testosterone levels checked. Um, yeah, if there's any, if there's any, hold on, how would this work? If there are any transgendered men out there so who used to be women uh let us know how much testosterone costs or if you have any extra that you don't need um we might be able to use it yeah if not we have to fund it with patreon and then when you're done with that now we've been meaning to talk about this for well two episodes now um but there's still time so uh, richard thomas friend of this podcast is looking to start a new literary venture um called gamut um, which i think is a great title for um for a fiction website by the way and uh, he is kickstarting this now. Now there are 16 days to go. So by the time you're hearing this, you're gonna be a little past the halfway mark on this Kickstarter. And right now, percentage-wise, it's looking good. It's a little over 50% um, of the way to its goal. Um, Kickstarter.com/slash/project/slash/richardthomas. I guess Google gamut and Kickstarter. <laughs> 388 people have already backed it, including including someone who's on this podcast, Rob. Um, not no, yet, not yet. Oh, it's me. Yes, here's, I here's how this works. We get Ryan on the podcast. <laughs> and we go, hey, listen, we've only got a couple topics here. There's this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about Gamma. This kid goes, oh, what's this Kickstarter thing? So Rob gives him a link. I, I time this with the Skype timer. Within <laughs> seven minutes, he's like, yeah, I backed it. It sounds cool. Like, so That's... there you go. I got to tell you, there's some compelling evidence there. If you could get uh, a guy who... <laughs> Um, I don't believe he's ever read any Richard Thomas. Is that is that accurate? Correct. Um, and it's probably not yeah. as familiar with uh, with the works or even the direction that Thomas is taking. Well, back within seven minutes, so I will tell you, um, get on it. It's it's uh, fourteen well, days. Basically, got about two weeks from when you're hearing this. Well, Paul Tremblay is going to be in it, and David James Keaton, 
So I like them. And uh, there's a lot of other people. Uh, S- Stephen Graham Jones. So, so yeah. yeah um, first of all, I want to say, Richard, because I know you're listening, um, don't say we didn't do anything for your fucking Kickstarter. We had someone sign up within seven minutes. Um, so we're off the hook for, well, I mean, everybody that's listening should also, you know, contribute. Um, he's got an impressive list of, of authors. Uh, I'm just going to run through the ones that we have either reviewed or had on to the podcast. Stephen Graham Jones, Laird Barron, Brian Evanson, Matt Bell, uh, Axel Terry, Amanda Gowan, Nathan Ballengrude. Oh, there's so many people here. It's crazy. Josh Mallerman. Ooh, Josh Mallerman. Paul Tremblay, like Ryan said. Nick Corpon, Craig Wallwork, David James Keaton again, Nikki Gernlein. Um, yeah, of course, Richard himself. I think he said he's going to have some of his fiction up there. So a lot of, a lot of booked alum there. I mean, this could really, Richard chose a nice name gamut, but, um, if, if that fails or if you get into any kind of like, you know, copyright infringement problems has been unbooked would also be a good name for the magazine. (laughs) Has been unbooked. Now it depends on what your inflection is there because they're. (laughs) Not like there has been that's unbooked. Yeah, we're unbooked. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yep. Got booked, dude. There's also going to be, and again, I don't really understand, but apparently there will be poetry too. Yeah, you know, there will be. (laughs) That's all I've got. Ryan, is Uh, that what sold you? Was it the poetry? Yeah, yeah. Love me some poetry. That's right. There's going to be weekly columns. New fiction, previously published fiction. All right, let's see. The calendar is going to be Monday. So there's going to be daily content. Monday's new fiction. Tuesday will be columns. Wednesday, reprint fiction. Thursday, freelance. Friday, flash fiction. If they meet a stretch goal. Saturday night special, which sounds kind of sexy, uh, is a serialization of a novel, which if you've listened to Richard Thomas talk on This Is Horror about this, it's a novel written by a former stripper or sex worker or something like that so it is kind of sexy is that antonia crane maybe maybe and sundays will be the lord's day and poetry <laughs> <laughs> the lord's day oh that's I what they call it right i'm an atheist so i don't know these things i'm guessing is no it's the lord's day okay good as a me, sort of practicing christian it's the lord's day yeah poetry is right there with science fiction <laughs> like why does it exist like, why does it exist? I don't understand. But there's probably, like, awards for poetry, too. Like, most rhymey. <laughs> That's the most prestigious poetry award you can get. I don't know. You, did you just... Did you guess that, or did you know it? I, I, I guessed that. I didn't know that was actually a thing. But I believe it, because... Most really rhymey. What else are you going to say about poetry, right? You get, you get a little, uh, like, a golden teacup is your trophy if you win the most rhymey award. Golden teacup. That's beautiful. I love that. So... Yeah. Any rate, um, a one-year subscription, uh, thirty bucks. That's probably the most commonly purchased. I'm guessing Kickstarter or the most commonly contributed Kickstarter, um, with a lifetime guarantee to be at thirty bucks. So a regular subscription, if you miss out on this, is sixty bucks, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, which is still, you know, I mean, sixty bucks is what is that? Like a like a buck ten a week or something. Um. Roughly? Yes. Buck fifty a week. So, um, yeah, not 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 bad. So um, kick uh, kick over to Kickstarter, uh, <laughs> throw in your thirty bucks. If you don't want to do thirty bucks, 
um, pledge the $1, and then um, Ryan is taking uh, a $5 subscriptions <laughs> where he will just reprint all of the... <laughs> where if you just wait... So it won't be Mondays you get whatever's on Mondays, but by Wednesday, Ryan emails you a copy and paste the version. <laughs> well, I'm going to email all the uh, subscribers a link to the Kickstarter to save them some time. So if they sign up at bookpodcast.com for the newsletter, wow. I will send them out a link to the Kickstarter on Wednesday. Beautiful. And also, Livius and I talked about doing this because we really care about this project and we want to make sure that it goes that it gets funded, um, if we get to the $1,000 a month level on our Patreon, we will give $1,000 to Gamut. One-time $1,000. Right, yeah, let's be specific. So there you go. <laughs> so if you don't want to give Gamut 30 bucks a month, kick over to <laughs> Patreon. This is really not what we want to do with this. But um, go to Kickstarter, Google Kickstarter, and, uh, and Gamut. G-A-M-U-T. G-A-M-U-T. That's right. Um, God, see, you did that, and then I want to start doing a damn it, gamut, I love you, which is a rock <laughs> or a picture show kind of reference, and uh, this has gone completely south. We are off the rails. We are off the rails. So, um, anyway, best of luck to Richard and his um, and his uh, uh, his literary magazine. Um, it, it's looking good. It's looking like it's going to get there. So, he better give us like a review subscription of this. We no, we're paying for it. So. Just short. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to really review poetry? Oh, <laughs> let's review some poetry. Oh. No, because yes. no, I don't want Richard to not like us because I can't see saying something good about poetry. Do you know I have a, a one poem that's been published? I published a poem. It's not your weird masturbation poem, is it? Do I have a weird masturbation poem? Yeah, you have a weird masturbation poem. Maybe. No, it's not. <laughs> Where did you get this published? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I've got it somewhere <laughs> in my bookshelf. <laughs> um, I published in college. In my little, yeah, little magazine they had. This for me. This was about ten years ago. I think about a decade, a decade back. <sighs> then I got. I learned better. I know better now. I don't write anything Rob's, during Rob's beatnik period. Yeah. Refer to it. Yeah, I still wear the hat, but I don't write anything anymore. I just criticize <laughs> other people's writing. So I've really matured. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Is that all we got? All right. Even though I'm not sure, I, I'm, I'm not sure what we're reviewing next. Um, but I do think I know what's next, and we're still kind of working out details on this. But um, it was mentioned a little bit at the beginning of the podcast. Rob is in possession of about 45 minutes worth of Rob and Ryan um, talking in a car on their way. <laughs> I'm assuming were you on your way to Indiana? Yeah, um, way both ways. Both ways. So while they were in route to downtown Indiana and, and back, they um, recorded some stuff. And I, because of weird whatever, I don't know if it's iPhone, Android, weird shit. I thought this was just a 12-minute clip. Turns out it's significantly longer than yeah. that. So um, I, I maybe, it just it, listen, if you're on Patreon, you'll hear it for sure. If you're not on Patreon, who knows? We haven't really decided what we're doing with it yet. Um, but I got to tell you, from the first 12 minutes of it, some pretty uh, captivating stuff there. We will finally <laughs> answer the question of if our intern would save would save Rob's life with ice cubes, um, if needed. <laughs> as well some, as yours, as well as some, yours, as well as mine, of course. Yeah, and, it's and, very. And, and I will and I will and I will tell you, spot on on what my reaction to that would be. By the <laughs> See, way. I know you. I know You're you. absolutely correct. <laughs> um, did you get to the part where we talked about Revenge of the Nerds and Superman Two? No. Oh my no. God. 
Yeah, I'm that's good it stuff. the rest of my evening, apparently. So yeah. Um, some great stuff to be had there. So look for that either at Patreon if you're a contributor. If you're not, um, maybe you'll hear it here. Maybe you'll catch snippets. But I guess we don't know what the next book is. We yeah, we don't we don't yet. We're gonna have to take care of that here probably uh, this evening. So um, I'd like to thank Ryan for coming on, and joining us. You've been a fantastic guest. Um, oh, you thanks. can check out it's more fun. about Ryan. I, I don't even know if you want more about Ryan, but you should definitely check out theadhdnerd.com. Um, not only is there a super handsome picture of him, uh, a little selfie he took in a mirror somewhere, um, right on the front page as well as pop-up ad things that'll get you to sign up for a mailing list. Um, lots of good info there. If you have ADHD or if you don't, because I've gotten some If you're thinking of getting there. yourself some ADHD, oh, yeah. this is a good place yeah. to go to. That joke just totally f- failed, didn't it? Just fell flat. It, it totally fell flat. Right. Come on, that's that's good shit. All right, fine. So, um, but there's great <laughs> stuff on there on time management, procrastination, note taking. So even if you uh, even if you don't have the dreaded I can't pay attention to anything disease, there is a <laughs> like <laughs> Ryan who's clicking on things in the background yes, right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and I and I felt bad because we kept stifling him, and it's kind of like he can't help it, right? Is that really is that how it works? No, nobody. No. Okay. Right. All <laughs> well, the we we are. haven't been to the website enough to know. I think that's what it is. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, definitely check that out. Um, you'll be hearing more from Ryan in the future, probably in little recorded snippets and maybe from a newsletter. So maybe back on the show. Who knows? That's right. So thanks again, Ryan, for joining us. And until whatever the hell happens next episode, I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. And I'm Ryan McRae. Keep reading.